0: Welcome to another episode of MagicCast.ai. I'm your host and your helpful assistant, and today we're going to dive deep into the fascinating world of Gemara, a crucial component of the Talmud, which provides us with a collection of rabbinical analyses and commentaries on the Mishnah and presented in 63 books. Originally, the Gemara was orally transmitted and not allowed to be written down but after Judah the prince compiled the Mishnah around 200 CE, rabbis from Babylonia and the land of Israel studied the work extensively. Their discussions were eventually documented in a series of books, which would come to be known as the Gemara. The Gemara, when combined with the Mishnah, forms the full Talmud, which is a crucial element for understanding Jewish law, philosophy, customs, and traditions. There are two versions of the Gemara, the Babylonian Talmud and the Jerusalem Talmud. The main compilers of the Babylonian Talmud were Ravina and Rav Ashi. This initiative ensures that both scholars and laypeople across the globe engage in the comprehensive study of the entire Talmud. The Gemara is mostly written in Aramaic, with the Jerusalem Gemara in Western Aramaic and the Babylonian in Eastern Aramaic, but both contain portions in Hebrew. In a narrow sense, The word Gemara refers to the mastery and transmission of existing tradition as opposed to Savara, which means deriving new results by logic. Both activities are represented in the Gemara as one literary work. A sujia will typically comprise a detailed proof-based elaboration of the Mishnah, and this analysis is aimed at an exhaustive understanding of the Mishnah's full meaning. In the Talmud, a sugya is presented as a series of responsive hypotheses and questions with the Talmudic text as a record of each step in the process of reasoning and derivation. The Gemara thus takes the form of a dialectical exchange. The Gemara records the semantic disagreements between Tanaim and Amorim. Some of these debates were actually conducted by the Amorim, though many of them are hypothetically reconstructed by the Talmud's redactors. In each sujia, either participant may cite scriptural, Mishnaic, and Amoraic proof to build a logical support for their respective opinions, and the process of deduction required to derive a conclusion from a proof text is often logically complex and indirect. The Gemara seeks to clarify the Mishnah's intention on the understanding and conceptualizing the ultimate derivation of a concept from its roots, inferring one concept from another, and comparing concepts, understanding, the law, based on the principles of Torah exegesis, until one appreciates the essence of those principles and how the prohibitions and the other decisions which one received according to the oral tradition can be derived using them. The rabbis of the Mishnah are known as Tanaim, while the rabbis of the Gemara are referred to as Amorim. The Amoram's analysis, recorded as Gemara, thus focuses on clarifying the positions, views, and word choice of the Tanaim. Resolving contradictions between different statements in the Mishnah or between the Mishnah and other traditions is crucial. The Gemara seeks to answer under which circumstances a statement is true and what qualifications are permissible. All statements in the Mishnah are examined for internal consistency. And the Gemara explores the logical principles underlying the Mishnah's statements and shows how different understandings of the Mishnah's reasons could lead to differences in their practical application. The Gemara seeks to answer questions like, do certain authorities differ, and if they do, why do they differ? In conclusion, the Gemara, when combined with the Mishnah, forms the full Talmud, a wealth of knowledge, wisdom and guidance aimed at being a source of strength and comfort in our lives. It is a reminder of an ancient tradition that has continued for centuries, and we can all learn from it. So until next time, keep learning and stay curious. Thank you for listening to this episode of MagicCast.ai.